Welcome to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. I'm your host and the president of IAW, Megan Bizzuto. This show features amazing women from the IAW community who are climbing the corporate ladder and taking their communities with them. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to Unlimited Horizons, the podcast by the International Association of Women. My name is Megan Bizzuto. I'm the president here at IAW and so excited for another fantastic guest today. I love doing these podcast interviews, and I'm I'm really excited for talking to Dr. Denise Steyer today. Um, I've, I've gotten to know Denise through her work through IAW chapter leadership, and I love what she shares on social media and the work she does to support and empower women. Dr. Sire obtained her doctor of psychology from the Adler school of professional psychology in Chicago with a degree in clinical psychology. She provides private coaching, consulting trainings, and group services. She uses her skills from her 20 plus years as a therapist to connect with her clients, meet them where they're at, how to stop the self-sabotage, challenge their limiting beliefs, and assess how choices and behaviors are aligned with the individual's values. Coaching sessions, both individual and group, are available virtually as well. She works with treatment centers and companies with case consultations and training staff on how to work effectively with individuals who engage in eating disorder and self-injury behaviors. Denise, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here today. Um, to start us off, tell me how you got started in this journey of mental health and the work that you do. Hi, Megan. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm really excited. So we have to go back to eighth or ninth grade, and I won't give you a, a year by year play because we don't have all day, but um, <laughs> we were doing, this is back when we still had the Dewey Decimal System and we had to go through all the cards. Yep. to find the books, right? So we had to do, they're having us learn how to do research projects without doing the research. So it was the outline. And I stumbled across this thing called anorexia nervosa. And it boggled my mind because the literature out there at that time, remember I was young, so I didn't know too much about the literature, but it was usually um, really well, well-balanced girls who were pretty, who were smart, and who were starving themselves yep. to be perfect. And it just blew my mind. And that's what got me started wow. in this whole journey. Wow. That goes back. I love that. Like what a, yeah. what a great point in your life to connect with this, this, this topic. Right. And, yeah. and I know growing up seeing friends and seeing like what can happen to people, like it's, these people who it, on the outside, they look like they have a perfect life, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So senior year of high school, I had a friend who was, she was six foot tall, but she was only doing sit-ups and eating popcorn and drinking Pepsi. And she didn't yeah. meet what they said. So that was bulimia because she was, yeah. also, but I didn't know what that was at that time either. So right. that was interesting. Kind of kept expanding on it. Yeah. Wow. So one of the things we, we, we like to talk, I mean, we talk about a lot of things on this podcast, but one of the things that, that you and I talked about is, is the inner work, right. Mm -hmm. And how important it is because there, I think we work so hard to have this outer appearance, yep. <laughs> right. What's on social media, the, the perfect, like you can't see the mess you can't see, yes. but, but then there's this, this, does the outside match the inside? 
right? And so talk to me about what, what it means to do the inner work. I look at it in different levels. There's the therapy level where you're doing the deep dive work. Yep. There's the coaching level where you're doing the refinement and the skills work. Yep. And I think there's a time and a place for both. I do both. I don't do both together. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I have a coaching client that needs therapy, I refer them out. Right. I have a therapy client. Sometimes you can do some coaching in the therapy sessions, but if it's more right. Right. specialized, I send it out. So I look at it as what is it? What, is, what are the messages you're telling yourself? Do you have that negative dialogue? Most people do not all do, which just, I would love to meet someone who doesn't because that just fascinates me too. But we have this inner dialogue and we treat ourselves so differently than what we would ever say to a loved one or a best friend, mm. that criticalness, that negativity, that I can't believe you did that. That was so stupid. Whereas if it was a friend, you'd be like, Hey, great try. What can you do different next time? Right. You know, so I think that it right there is a big part of it because that plays into our confidence. It plays into how well we present ourselves authentically. Right. Fake it till we make it, but until we actually do it, there's a difference. There is, there is. So this, this idea of, so I'm with you on like the, the voices in the head, right. And the self-doubt and the, often there's, there's reasons for that. Right. So does doing the inner work kind of get to addressing why we have the self-belief, why we have the voice in your head? Um, Okay. Oftentimes, not always, oftentimes it was a message we received from somewhere else that we then took and owned it ourselves, not even always knowing it. And right. it then it became that voice for ourselves. Right. So, so in therapy, the goal of therapy is to, must be to kind of identify those, those people or those messages and then it definitely figure can. out the path out yeah. of it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Um, I find this fascinating. I've, I've done a lot of this work myself, both with my therapist and through coaching, because like mm-hmm. over the course of my professional journey, there have been moments where I've had a lot of self-doubt and self-criticism and like, do I belong here? What am I doing here? And I think it's so important to, to identify where those messages are coming from because and you also have a whole society telling you, you don't belong here too. Right. That's so that's when we, when we look at women specifically, right. We, there are a lot of social indicators that (laughs) make us think maybe I don't belong here. Maybe I like, and so I think that like, that's one of my personal goals, right. Is what can I do to help, help change some of these equality issues, help make sure that, that women feel belong, live like they belong and like they're being paid. (laughs) Like they're, I think IAW does a great job with that. <laughs> I, I love, I love the, the amount of work that you guys put into that mm-hmm. and the amount of workshops and skill development too, because right. it is important. It's, it is important. So when, I mean, one of the big things we're about at IAW is the community, right? Because this doesn't necessarily have to, like, I think when I think inner work, oh my God, this is something I have to do by myself, right? This is something, but community is so important. So why do you think community plays a role? in doing this work and how, how can a community support somebody? There's a saying that it takes a village and, and especially with, and I, I love my electronics too. So I'm right there. Um, guilty too, but we've gotten so into, I have to do it myself. 
Mm. or we've isolated ourselves because of all of our electronics that we've forgotten that it's okay to ask for support. Community provides us with that support. Community provides us with another set of eyes and ears that we don't get from ourselves. If we're lost in our head and that negative repeat cycle's going on, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, community it helps us helps with, with either that gentle push <laughs> or that, you know, hey, little stronger push and yeah. it helps us. Um, it helps support us. It helps guides us. Yeah. Community is so important. Yeah. So I think something that can be really tricky is when you have, so often when I think of community, I think of my family and my friends and my networks and the the people I surround myself with, but there have been times even in my own life where my closest family members have questioned, what are you doing? This doesn't make any sense. Why are you, why are you still working there? What? So like, how do you, how do you, like when you're doing this inner work and you determine that, Hey, you know what? It's these people that are closest to me that I love, but they're, they're kind of not helping. (laughs) How do we, and that's not unusual. They want to keep us safe. Right. And so if we're stepping out of our comfort zone, they're worried we're going to get hurt Mm -hmm. or they might not even be aware of it, but if we change then they have to change eventually too. And so it's scary. It's unknown to them. So they're not all doing this maliciously or even aware of it. And that's where it comes into setting our boundaries with those that are close to us. Certain topics are off the table. And that's where we find a networking community. Sometimes the strangers that you don't see on a day-to-day basis can actually be more supportive of you. Right. I, so you touched on boundaries, which I want to circle back to, because I think super important, but also this idea of like, find the people who are going to support your crazy ideas. Right. And, and support you in a healthy way. Not like, Hey, I'm going to go invest a million dollars in this idea that I've done no research on. Like (laughs) someone should be cautioning you against that, but go find the the community of people who are going to say, that's a great idea. How can I support you? Or have you thought about this or like that, that exists. Right. And it might be a stranger and that's okay. (laughs) Exactly. And it does exist. And There's also a saying too, and I don't know who said it, is that if someone hasn't done that journey, then why are you asking them? Why are you asking them? Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Um, So you touched on boundaries, which is one of my favorite topics. Um, (laughs) Diving into boundaries, why are they so important? Especially when you're doing this inner work and and focusing on on self. Sometimes people think that boundaries are rigid and, and mean. But boundaries actually protect us, right? Boundaries help us let people know what we're willing to accept and not willing to accept. It helps keep us healthy. It helps keep us safe. It helps keep us protected. It yep. helps to not drain us. Yep. You know, if you you know the people that keep pushing those boundaries, and eventually you have to make a decision what you're going to do with them. But they can just wipe out all of your energy and right. all of your confidence, and then you're going to spend all your time picking yourself back up to be able to do what you want to do. Right. Right. And if they're adding to that negative um, cycle you have in your head, that doesn't help you move forward either. Yeah. Yeah. So my advice to anybody is really, if you, if you have an issue with boundaries or you have an issue with people, with people encroaching your space or disrespecting things, get really crystal clear on your boundaries. It can be, it can be hard. It can be a little bit scary because you do have to draw a line and remind people, but it also, at the end of the day, it protects you, right? And people might up the ante too mm-hmm. when you start setting a boundary because it's not something they're used to with you. Yep. So they might push you a little bit more or kind of pick right. at you and and that's hold your ground because they're learning as well as you are. 
Right. Absolutely. Um, so we talk a lot about challenges on this podcast because I, I believe that with this goal of empowering other women, if I've been through something and overcome something, I want no other woman to have to have that same uphill battle. So if my story can help somebody else, why not share it? Right. Right. And why not give them the things that worked for me? Because I don't, I I want it to be easier for the next girl. I just, I want it to be easier. We're going to take a quick break to talk about the International Association of Women. We talk a lot about the challenges women face, and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side. The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey. No matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community a resource library filled with eBooks and templates, and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. Visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast track your success. All right, let's get back to the show. So you said one of the biggest challenges that you've had to face is learning to believe in yourself. Talk to me about this and how, how you've overcome that. I think it's a work in progress, <laughs> especially every time I, I level up and do something new and different. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was learning to become really confident within a system. And then when I went out on my own, mm-hmm. um, not a lot of therapists like coaches. So I'm straddling between two worlds right now. Yeah. I've, I've seen what bad therapists can do to people. I've seen what bad coaches can do to people. So I think it's, It's, and so it's not necessarily being approved by the therapy world, Mm -hmm. but also knowing that this is something I'm meant to do. And I honestly feel like I can do more in the leadership in the women's empowerment area on the coaching side. Right. So it's constantly like, this is what's alignment for me. This is alignment for my values. This is what my heart's telling me. This is what I'm, I'm feeling is my mission and my passion. And I can blend the two and it doesn't really need to matter. I'm following all my licensure laws. I'm not breaking any licensure. And so, and I use my ethics. I use my confidentiality from my therapy world in my coaching world. So I think I'm adding to that too. Right. So this is actually really interesting because the, I, I don't know if everyone's clear on what the difference between a therapist and a coach is, right. And, and you can, you can be looking for support and you might come across therapy and you might come across coach. Can you, can you define a little bit how they, how they are different? So for therapy, and I've worked in some really intense areas in my right. therapy world too, right. um, eating disorder, self-injury and suicide have been my three they all go hand in hand. And so I do the deep dive work in therapy. I do the trauma work. I'm doing the safety work. I'm yep. building the foundation for the coping skills yep. in the coaching world. I look at it as I'm looking at where your goals are and your skill sets and helping you build and move on with them. Sometimes that old past gets caught up. So it's like, okay, let's take a pause. What is that about? Right. And if it is focused on our what we're talking about in coaching, that's fine. If it's a trauma work, which 
<laughs> then we're going to, and then I'm referring to therapy. Right. Yeah. Right. And I, I think it's important to distinguish between the two, but mm-hmm. I love what you said about like, you feel called to this, right? So you have, you have people questioning, well, why, why are you doing this? Right. You don't, you don't fit there. You don't fit there, but you have found this space that just calls to you. And I know it's hard to, to continue on that journey when you feel like you're maybe the only one doing this, or you have people doubting you, but you've, you've been able to persevere and do it. Definitely. Which is really cool. A lot of positive (laughs) (laughs) self-talk and shutting down when that negative comes in. Right. It's like, no, wait, this is okay for me to do this. And I've had some therapists go, well, you can do your coaching through your therapy. Okay. But Mm. in my coaching, I'm not diagnosing. Right. Coaching pros and cons to not using insurance. Right. The coaching is more geared for what they need. I'm not having someone up here dictate what they need. Right. Right. So another important distinction between how it, how it all operates. Um, I, I find it fascinating. I think it's really interesting. And I think the work you do is so important. Um, because I mean, I don't like the, when I think about women specifically, right. And I, I follow you on social, so I see a lot of the, the content you share and it's so uplifting and supportive of women and women's rights and how we can all take better care of ourselves. And it's just so, it's so important. And I'm working on going in places that not everyone's going to like as well. I don't know if you saw yesterday's post, Um, but I'm posting things about, um, getting, taking off those period tracking apps because people are using our information. Right. No. And it's like, some people are going to bristle at that, but that's something that I think is protecting women, protecting women. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think it's, it's protecting women, right. It's, it's kind of a scary world out there. And Mm -hmm. think about how do women ever get ahead? I'm just even professionally, right. If there's people dictating things about our bodies. Well, I just, (laughs) I was talking to a young 20 something year old, um, earlier this week and she was kind of mind blown that there's less rights today than when she was born and she's just 20 something. Right. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 Um, no. And I think it's, it's amazing that you're following what's true to you. Right. And so that's what I think when we, when we talk about being authentic and stepping into our power, you have to do what your heart believes. And you have to follow that voice of like, this is what's right for me to put out. Even if somebody says, I can't believe you said that. I can't believe you posted that. Right. Well, they can disagree. Right. But at the end of the day, if you don't share what's authentically you, that you're just going to continue living in that space in your head where you're doubting and (laughs) exactly, exactly. And then you stay stuck and then you're not helping anybody. Right. Right. Least of all yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I love, I love the, the direction you've gone. And I think it's amazing and such an example for women and your clients, right. Both on the therapy and coaching side, it's really cool to see. Um, I want to, I want to dive into real quick talking about burnout, because I think that that's one of the things like, (laughs) like, I think we often get to this point where it's like, okay, I it's time to do the work, right. Something's got to give. And I'm like, and so like, do you find that there's trigger points of like when, when women finally hit this wall of, okay, I can't, I can't like this was, and this is my personal story, right? I hit a point where I suddenly was like, I can't do that. I'm navigating too many things and I need more help. And that's when I started in therapy with me and my kids and my, oh, <laughs> yeah. like everyone. 
Um, but burnout is so important. Like it's, it's such a, it's, it can happen so quickly. And I think that we put so much on our own plates. Um, so how do we, how do we avoid burnout? couple of things that pop into my head just off the top is when you stop scheduling or taking care of you, you started that slippery slope down. Yep. Even if it's just getting your nails done. I know people are like, well, burn, you know, self-care is more than nails, which it's true. And I have got <laughs> mine done, but if you haven't, if that's something that you do and all of a sudden you're not doing it. Yeah. Are we going down that slippery slope then of not taking care of ourselves? And it's saying yes to everything. Do you have to say yes? Sometimes we have supervisors that we don't have an option when we're given a project, but are we voluntarily saying yes for things and why? Is it in alignment with what we want? Are we trying to get recognized? But if we've said yes to too many things, you have too many balls in the air, you're going to drop a lot. Yep. And it's going to be you. That's the first one that gets dropped. And then down you go. Um. I'm laughing because this is, this is me. Like it's my story. Right. And, and last year I hit a wall and, and it's funny in January, like I've already been to my doctor this year. I've already had my mammogram this year. I've already like, and I'm like, I'm legit, like physically taking care of myself. Like I'm, I'm, I'm taking the, the physical stuff. Right. And I put it off. I, I put that stuff off for so long. Cause I was so busy with everyone else's appointments. Right. Everyone else was more important. Everyone else was more important. And then I thought, Hey, wait, am I, <laughs> am I healthy? <laughs> like, is everything working okay on the inside? Um, and so and oxygen mask thing about the airplane is true. Put your own oxygen mask on first. Otherwise there's nothing left to care for other people. Right. And, and it's a slippery slope because often we have people asking, 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 right. Right. There's, there's a lot of like, what about me? What about me? What about me? And yes, that's where boundaries can come in really, really handy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, but really carving out that time and figuring out what, what is self-care to me? If it's getting and my nails look done, different for everybody. Right. Right. It's your, your self-care is not the same as my self-care, right? right? It's, it's, um, and so I think that that's, that's really important. Um, but burnout is, it's a talk to me like burnout. Obviously I know my own experience, but what are some of the, the kind of like the signs of burnout, but then also kind of the longer term implications? Oh, I can talk about that. Cause that was my story. I didn't even know I was in a burnout. I was just trying to get ahead. So the whole hustle culture, mm-hmm. it promotes burnout. It does. It and does. so it's like, yes, you can still want to strive and, and be your best self, but not at the expense of yourself, mm-hmm. you know? And it was, I was so tired. I was so, once it, I got off that treadmill, Yeah, it was like, my body was like, okay. And I just, I slept my first whole month. Yeah. I kept sleeping a lot because I was so exhausted. My body's like, great. Thanks for slowing down. Right. You know, oh, you can get really sick if you're in burnout. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I forgot part of what you asked me. Oh yeah. That's the, the, the longer term health stuff. Yeah, okay. You get really yeah. sick. I think that there there's illness, right. There's, yeah. there's things within your body that like, for me, it was, I wasn't going to the doctor and guess what I went and guess what? I found out my cholesterol is high for the first time in my entire life. And I thought, Oh, well, that's a big sign. I haven't been taking care of myself. So that's not yeah. nice. Um, and so just being aware of how all of this, like, if I'm going to if I'm going to work crazy hours and stress myself to the max, something's going to give. And I don't want it to be my health because 
<laughs> if without our health, everything, we, it's everything. Yeah. So yeah, but it's, um, burnout is, I mean, I think it's something we have to keep talking about and reminding people it's okay to say no, it's okay to prioritize yourself. It's okay to take care of yourself, figure out what, what that means for you, how that looks for you. And seeing that a lot since 2020, since the pandemic started, people are like, yeah, no, I'm not going to work those crazy hours anymore. And I yeah. think it's important yeah. to note that you can get burnout from doing what you love to do. Um, so just because you're passionate about something doesn't mean you're free and right. clear from burnout. Right. And I think that's, that's really important is that like burnout, it, it can happen even though like you love what you do, but yeah. be mindful of, do you, do you have energy every single day? Do you feel good every single day? Are you, are you spending time with other people? Are you like, it's yeah. just, there's so many, there's so many things that can trickle in here. I feel exactly. like we could do a whole another episode just about burnout. Yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs> Probably like a whole five day. Yes. <laughs> um, but, but I think women especially need to be so mindful of this because we just take on so much and we have so many roles we're playing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I want to make sure that we tell our listeners where they can find you. So I, I know I didn't mention this when I introduced you, but you just released a really cool daily planner on Amazon, which I, I saw, which is fantastic. So if you're looking for our listeners, if you're looking to get organized and stay on track with your tasks, Denise has a fantastic uh, planner for the year available on Amazon. But also you can find Denise on Instagram at Denise Steyer and on Facebook. Uh, my thing just moved. Sorry. D Steyer coaching. She also has a website, denisesteyer.com. And all of these will be linked right in our show notes. So you can link right from there. Um, as we wrap up here, any, any last minute comments or wisdom you want to share with our listeners? You know, it's time for women to shed all the expectations of others even though we have limitations being put on us to go after ourselves, we're showing that women do best in leadership. And once we start taking care of ourselves, we're unstoppable. Absolutely. I love that. Love that. Well, thank you so much. I love chatting with you. Thank you, Megan. It's and been so fun. Thank you to all of our listeners. We will see you back here again next week. Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.